live from our respective apartments. It's just meaningful plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Katie Clay and Nobber, and Chris Dockham Goodman. Chris, welcome back to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. And Chris, come here. Come here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Woo! I'm giving you a hug. I did a fake out, even though it didn't work at all. Yes, folks, I am Kieran. You know, Katie, I was I I was really faked out about that because I thought you were finally going to say something. Um, with our pre-show chat, and now you still haven't mentioned that I have re-entered my blonde era. Thank you for acknowledging it. Oh my gosh, when you were talking, when we were talking about Hades Town, I kept thinking, you need to tell you need to tell Chris this hair looks really good. So with that in mind then, please compliment my hair to me. It's beautiful, it's gorgeous, it's blonde, it's fabulous. Everything you could ever want and so much more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We we have re-entered the blonde era and <laughs> And it feels so good. And in the process, it's almost like you might have noticed I knocked my microphone over. <laughs> maybe. You know, maybe just maybe. Um <laughs> What can you do? I was just so excited about hearing nice things about myself. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that flattery drove you to wild gestures and knocking your microphone over. Shocked. <laughs> so I'm going to try to be, I'm going to try to move less now. Might be good. You know who is really good at moving less? Rocco Despirito and his partner Karina Smirnoff. Yes, indeed. They are, they are, they are our eliminated (laughs) couple of week four of season seven of Dancing with the Stars. So that is who we lead with. So initially you were enamored of Rocco Despirito. You liked him a lot. He never necessarily improved in a straight line. (laughs) How do you, how do you leave Rocco Despirito? I mean, I still find him like mildly attractive. But I'm not enamored anymore. Um, I can only watch someone not perform well before it's <laughs> the sparkle wears off, and you're just like, okay, I've I've seen all I need to see. <laughs> so you're saying their samba wasn't sparkling? Uh, not quite. He never looks quite right like he's just an awkward dancer but there were some cool moments like I liked when they were traveling down the floor and he was on his knees like you know so there's there's moments of glitter but it does not all sparkle and shine no yeah he just like (laughs) he's so like hoppy he has fun while he's dancing but he's not like a controlled good dancer no, okay, I we're going to use the word hop a lot when it comes to sambas, just so you well, know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> um, I, I really liked the giant train that was clearly a tearaway on Karina's dress. But it wasn't even, like, 
like a cool tearaway. Like, well, no, it wasn't a cool tearaway, but it was a good-looking giant, yes, fluffy train. Yes. Yeah. It w- it almost was like an awkward tearaway because Rocco held onto one strand and then like pulled, and I thought. <laughs> At first, like, is it going to unravel? And no. I didn't it think it just, was going to go at first. I did tore. not. I know. I thought, I wondered if he was supposed to get more, which is why at first I was like, are we going to unravel this? Because that would take forever. And then. <laughs> and then he unraveled it and it took well, a while. No, it just kind of like, came, <laughs> it was just weird. Um, yeah. And to be fair, we need to say when we're talking about Rocco, if not for Misty May's injury, they did specifically say he would have gone week three. But instead, we got one more dance from him. Yeah, that felt mean. It felt cruel. Like, it's one thing. Like, just, we never needed to say that. Because they address it in the package, and I'm like, that just, how do you go into the week knowing you're probably going to go home? I, I know, because it's like a, because you're probably going home. It it reminds me of, this was like the last I actually watched of American Idol. And I didn't even really watch it. But I remember being mad in the background when Jordan Sparks, the winner of maybe season six, seven, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, She was going, she came in last and they told her you would be going home, but we decided not to eliminate anybody this week. And then she won the season, and I always just remembered being like, well, she shouldn't still be there. Because they were, like, the bottom two, and the person going home is Jordan. But just kidding, we're not going to send anybody home this week. It's just, like, hearing you talk about this is bringing back flashbacks of Cody Rigsby and having COVID. And I'm like, I cannot travel down that road but I want you to know that that is in the forefront of my mind. I do not remember that at all. And I definitely watched the Jordan Sparks season. I don't think I watched it religiously, but I remember liking her. And so that just feels kind of crazy. Like, do you think they didn't eliminate because they wanted her to stay in? So per my memory, and again, I could be wrong about all of this. (laughs) Yeah. But it, it was their, like idol gives back episode so it was charity oh. and they were like in the spirit of this we are not, not going to eliminate yeah. anybody but i just recalled and again i could be absolutely incorrect about this it, it could be that n- nobody was ever getting eliminated but like my memory tells me that jordan sparks would have gone home was jordan sparks just your enemy and you were like in my mind she was supposed to be eliminated right now it, okay, maybe maybe I'm absolutely making this up, but I feel like it's true. <laughs> because I'm looking and I, I see nothing to tell me anything like that. But I feel like emotionally it was true. Listen, emotionally it can be your truth and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't find any information to back this up. Well, let's pretend like I didn't talk about any of that because Jordan Sparks, everybody. If it's wrong, I'm sorry to slander idol winner Jordan Sparks. Yeah, Nellie is a bop. Put some respect on her name. Anyway, um, yeah, it just it, like for some people, it'd be like, oh boy, we were spared elimination. How great! 
but for somebody who clearly is just never gonna get this it just feels mean to say hey Rocco you would have gone home it'd be different if it was like the Sabrina Bryant moment where it was you know and so then they're like oh okay like we we need this kick in the butt and we need to you know whatever but like for someone as you said for someone like Rocco it just feels incredibly mean mean-spirited unnecessary cruel Mm-hmm. his samba scores all sixes 18 out of 30 and then all i can ask you is do you have any final words before we say see ya boy bye <laughs> um they did combine the scores from weeks three and four so his combined score was 38 out of 60 not that it really matters, but I thought oh, I would say that. When they were doing the combined thing, I was like, honestly, it doesn't matter because yeah. that's just going to get too complicated. Us revealing three scores over the course of this, absolutely not. Yeah. We'll move on to our shockingly eliminated week five contestant, Tony Braxton and the Iceman Alec Mazzo. I'm floored. I am. I would love to know what Tony and Alex said after they were eliminated. It's just wildly shocking. And then the other member of the bottom two that week with them was Susan. Mm-hmm. I, I get that we're we're getting down to it, and most of the people left. I'd be like, okay, I understand either why they're getting votes, or I'm glad they're not in the bottom two. But like Susan and Tony. And Tony and Alec. Yeah. It I'm I know you probably d- will disagree with this, but like in that instance, I'm kind of surprised it wasn't Susan. I am too. But I mean, we'll talk about Tony's journey in weeks four and five. Yeah. And there's part of me that's like, well, I get it. I I know. I know, but I get it. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'll explain myself and we'll yeah. get into it. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll start by talking about the very, con- the more conventional week four. Their Samba is, it already set me up for high expectations just from the package. And why was that, Katie? Because they were practicing Samba rolls. If you're going to give me a package exclusively about Samba rolls, you're going to make a very happy Chris. Did it make you feel good to see? Obviously, they're not struggling to learn them, but did it make you feel good to, like, see them struggle to to learn them? Because it made me think of how many, I'm not going to say hours, because I don't think if we added up all the minutes, it would equate to an hour. But it makes me think of all of the minutes you and I have been standing in your apartment attempting to figure out how to do a samba roll. So then to see them like not really looking right, I was like, okay, this makes me feel vindicated. At first, it really shocked me to hear Alec talking about, oh, I normally wouldn't do samba rolls because they're so difficult. I'm like, how many people have we seen do samba rolls? They can't be that hard. And then I think, well, how many people do we complain we don't see samba rolls from? And then how many bad samba rolls have we seen? So I'm like, maybe this makes sense. (laughs) 
Yeah, because I did. I also was like, what is he talking about? We see Samba rolls all the time. But, like, at this point, no, we do not. Like, yes, eventually Samba rolls become a staple. They encourage you and I to try and figure out how to do them ourselves and watch YouTube videos. And we don't need to go down this road anymore. But basically, I was like, okay, wow. Actually, at this point, we do not see many a Samba roll. So it is impressive that they did it. Mm. And they did it well in the actual dance yes the rest of her dance for me she's not out of control she just doesn't necessarily seem to have a lot of purpose in her moves where i just need her to be tighter yep you nailed it on the head my friend i just said like she had great hips but something was just off she almost looked too light on her feet which i think purpose is a good word for that but she had too much bounce shocking and i almost felt like her timing was a hair off but surely not with the musical ability that she has but yeah it it was an entertaining dance but it didn't dazzle and that's kind of how I feel about Tony Braxton. For yeah. me, like, just compared to everybody else, she's just getting lost in the shuffle. And and that's what she does in weeks four, and honestly, week five for me as well. That I like her, but she's just kind of there. And I mean, sure, I would say the same thing about Susan Lucci, but Susan is my favorite kind of trope so i'm not gonna lose the old classy woman yeah. old older classy woman um so tony ends up being like a just kind of like she need she's not doing as well as i want her to in the dancing and her personality isn't huge so it just means tony is not the one i think of I do not want to pursue this conversation, but I am, as you're talking, I keep thinking like, okay, she's kind of got this like understated energy, this cool girl vibe to her. And it is somewhat reminiscent of Vivica A. Fox. And then it's making me question the systemic racism of it all or whatever you want to say. And so, but like, so I don't think we need to, we're not going to talk about this, but like I, I'm, I'm, I'm having that thought in my brain. Well, see, I was trying to figure out because I was like, I know there have been contestants who I have felt the same way about before. So I was just quick trying to flip through my notes and you said Vivica. And I was like, Ooh, that's a big one. And then I did the exact same thing. My brain was like, Oh, what does that say? It, it, we're probably not the right people to, to discuss that and that's such a large conversation that we've kind of tried to do before and have struggled with um so you're right this isn't the time it, that is certainly something to ponder yeah hmm and then why are we like oh my god tamar eventually we love tony because she's quieter we don't like her like well but i don't think we dislike her i think we both no. are fond of tony yes. but to your point she is getting lost in the show she is not 
this big razzling personality. So it is easy to be like, well, I like her, but I don't have a ton to say about her because she's not giving me a ton to work with. I say similar things about Susan. It just happens to be that Susan's trope is something that you really enjoy. And so that's why you're a little bit more fond of it. But like, I don't know how much of, I I don't know. I don't know. And I, I will say, I wonder Tony might have done better in in season six. Yes. In a weird way, because I feel like this season, there's just a little bit more chaotic personality involved. Yes. And season six, we discussed at the time, a lot of people were a little bit smaller. Understated. Yeah. Um, and so, like, when basically everybody seems to be following Cloris's lead, I mean, Cloris is jumping into other people's interviews, and they're, I'm like, playing it. along and going big and wild. And then you have, like, Susan and Tony, who aren't really matching that energy at all. Yeah. So I think Tony... I wouldn't necessarily be saying she'd be lost in the shuffle if she's up with, say, Christy and Marley and, like, the rest of that cast. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Hmm. Okay. This, see, this turned into an interesting conversation. I'm glad we pulled at this thread. Yeah. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't the complete systemic racism thread. But, Katie, what did they score? Oh God, I turned my page. They So scored... did I, that's why I asked you. <laughs> they scored a 22, sevens from Carrie Ann and Len, and an eight from Bruno. And they're going to get the exact same score with the exact same people in week five. Before yeah, we they begin, are. Before we begin any discussion on week five, the bit of week five is let's do... Four brand new dances that have never been seen in the ballroom before. We are going to perform West Coast Swing, The Hustle, The Salsa, or The Jitterbug, which are dances that none of these pros are generally familiar with. And also, nobody knows what are they supposed to look like and how are we supposed to judge them. So, Katie, be an expert on Tony and Alex West Coast Swing. In in episode, in season four, just kidding, in in week four, Tony, or, oh my god, I cannot talk. In week four, Alex says... Oh, I hope we get West Coast Swing. It's basically slow drive. And after watching this, I think that's a great way of saying it. So it do- it doesn't have the kicks. It doesn't have the flicks, obviously. But I thought that they looked really good out there. I enjoyed it. There were some fun parts to it. It, um, it started and I felt nervous. And then they are facing each other and Alec flashes her a smile and she almost kind of giggles, but like you see this genuine smile come on her face. And from then on, I was like, okay, I'm into this because you could tell she legitimately looked like she was having a good time out there. And I loved the short hair look on her. I loved the pussycat wig. Yes. 
it was yes i really liked it they did a lot of tricks that involved her doing some cool in-air movement and yes. shaping which were great um i just thought so at times she seemed a hair sluggish but overall okay. i i did rather like it and i thought it was underscored i did too the west coast swing in particular and perhaps the hustle are they felt like much slower dances and not it i don't know how you have a latin feel with a slow feel to it but that's basically what they kind of are and so it was a different slow from say a waltz or a viennese or mm -hmm. you know a foxtrot or what have you but like it felt like they you know they had to hang back loose and they had to kick slowly so i think you're right but i also don't know if that's how it's supposed to feel because i don't know what west coast swing is i think that brings up a good point I think it was going to be hard because I think you and I will agree when we start talking about the salsas and the jitterbugs will probably be kinder because they yes. are more exciting just by their very nature. So I know we have to compare like slow dances to fast ones on a regular basis on this show, but these aren't slow like oh they could be beautiful they're supposed to be fun but also slow so how is that going to be exciting? yeah yeah i almost wish that they would have not done the order that they did it in but i don't know if you can really I, like maybe you could have gone like west coast salsa hustle jitterbug but the way that week five played out is you basically had the first six dances and you were like i'm not really into it and then you had the last three and you were like oh my god this is so good which I just gave away some spoilers of how I feel about some of these dances, but there you go. Yeah. But like we said, scores 22. I feel like we eulogized Tony before, but do you have any final thoughts on Tony Braxton? I just, it, ugh, I feel bad saying this. Because <laughs> you ask if I have final thoughts on Tony and my first thought is it was so nice to get more alec this season and i <laughs> i really loved getting to see her push him i loved seeing that we already um, did talk I, about her so it's okay yeah i she she was a nice addition and i am sad that she went as early as she did i just now that it's in my brain i'm like this season with Cloris was not the season for Tony Braxton. <laughs> yeah. She's another person who I will never necessarily think about their tenure on the show and be like, oh yeah, what a time. But she's somebody who, I mean, I'm I liked glad. and I, w I wish she was on longer and I wish we had been able to see the full potential. Like Carrie Ann in their West Coast Swing talk she's like okay we see your potential you're getting there like keep pushing basically like a, we know you'll be back next week there's no way you're going home and then she goes i home. know i know all of the judges kind of have that where they're like you just need to like just push through like have fun like all of the stuff like all of the judges very much so think she will be back 
And then she just isn't. So, Tony Braxton. Maybe we'll see her again in the ballroom when her sister's there. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Okay. So we are down to a final seven. Let's talk about those seven. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's gotta be I have be no right. idea. That's you right. said seven and it didn't feel right. One, two. Because there are eight dances in week five three, and we talked about one. Four, five, six, seven. You're right. Seven. I may not have gone to school for math, but I do know my numbers. Get Megan on the horn. She'll tell us. Do we need her, though? Yes, we always do. But, Daddy, I love her. Maurice and Cheryl are up next with a Samba. Speaking of people we love, Cheryl Burke. A little behind the scenes. I got about... <laughs> I got about... Five seconds into this dance and had to call Chris, who had not watched any of the episode yet, and just screamed at him for about a minute and a half. Because guess what, folks? Somehow, inexplicably, we have... A disco samba. Katie, I have to tell you, I went to watch the dances like the day after or two days later. And I started this one and completely forgot. So it starts <laughs> and you see the afros. And I burst out laughing because I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> disco. Oh yeah, Katie's pissed. <laughs> and what's fun is this is not going to be the last disco dances we discussed today. No. It's Katie's dream. <laughs> it's Katie's nightmare part two, everyone. I have to talk about three GG discos today. <laughs> Enough! <laughs> um, you can't see it, but I am just holding my head because it's just, it. I went off this train so desperately and everyone associated with Wait, the show Katie. is like, disco, disco. You said, uh, do you mean you want off this soul train? Oh God. <laughs> um, question. If you had to, if you had to say from one to five, how disco did this dance feel? Maybe like a two or a three. Oh. How Samba did it feel on a scale of one to five? Uh, maybe like a zero. Yeah, because I was going to say, I would say like disco five, Samba zero. There's no Samba. It feels like there's no Samba content here. No, absolutely not. It was like fun and he did okay. And I smiled at times, but he kept nodding slash bopping his head which was annoying me to no end and because it's freaking disco maybe I understand why he was doing it but I didn't care for it and there were timing issues and it was a GD disco and I've had enough 
Yeah, I got no Samba. I didn't care. I, I mean, it might have been fun, but I was like, I don't care. Where no, is my No, because content? it's not a Samba. Like, in the package, they were showing them practicing, like, roles and things. I don't know if I saw that in the dance. I missed it. Well, this gets 20. Two sevens and a six from Carrie Ann. And I think it might be overscored. To which Maurice, in week five, would have words for you. Because in his package, he talks about how he thinks the judges were unfair and they deserved better scores. Yeah, no. (laughs) They had a rough package week five. I, Cheryl throws out that she thinks that he is appearing lazy and that he doesn't care. And it just feels like it comes from out of left field. Well, I think some of it comes from, because a lot of the package is focused on Cheryl feeling so frustrated about teaching salsa because she doesn't really know salsa. This is not her wheelhouse. And so she's trying to teach somebody that's something that she's not comfortable doing. So it's almost like, almost like giving the pros a style of dance that they don't really know like the only two people who express confidence in what they're doing are Lacey and alec and alec at least he feels he might be most confident in west coast swing because it's at least close to the jive which none of the other ones are necessarily similar to uh the jitterbug is but with major differences we'll get there like it's just like i think cheryl she just seemed to be at a breaking point yeah which is interesting to think that this is our introduction to salsas because think of how i mean they're a staple in the show in the later seasons um i thought the choreography of this dance was good in the end like cheryl ended up making a good routine yes um what maurice danced he danced well yes but they criticized and we'll talk about it later they criticized lacy for showing off her skills and criticized her for not giving lance enough content there were several sections where maurice stood while cheryl danced around him and and they ate up his performance. And I did not understand that at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked this dance. Like, I thought that this salsa felt really exciting. And I thought it suited him well. And some of his motions still seemed a little wooden. But it felt more natural to him. And he looked like he was having fun. Mm-hmm. And I thought he brought good energy. So, like, I can't remember sections of him just standing while she danced around him. Oh, but there's maybe a, it was just because of the energy. he's, like, upright. And she's, like, twirling around him. And he's, like barely like bobbing to the beat but that's all he's doing it like is a case of he did bring good energy it was fun to watch i really enjoyed it but i was like yeah wait so we criticized lacy for making this a lacy heavy dance and cheryl's is a cheryl heavy dance but we like it i just yeah. didn't get i just didn't get it the judges love cheryl yeah. The judges well, are I, afraid I of Cheryl, Cheryl after that I package. Was, I, was, I was glad <laughs> to watch it. I mean, I loved it, but I was just like, and because he showed such potential there, I was like, oh, 
what disappointment because I want more from him. And then he gets all nines. And I was just like, oh, this is weird. Now, I'm going to... I. I want to make it clear, this is not me being like, oh, the Lance dance should have been scored higher. Because, again, we will get there. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like, if we're going to set that precedent, be consistent. I, I get what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I don't know why I'm getting so fired up about a dance that I, like, generally enjoyed and don't really yeah, care I that much about. I can't quite match your energy because I'm just like, I'm not like, I felt fine with it. Yeah. So, and I was fine with the score that I got. So that's where I'm at emotionally, but it's fine. You hate Maurice. It's okay. Hmm. Well, I'm going to try to be less problematic, even though it's probably going to get worse (laughs) as we move on to Cody and Julianne. His tango in week four is basically dubbed a giant improvement and a big moment for him. How did you feel about their week four? Um, okay, and hearing her call him little boy in the package genuinely did make me laugh. That was a good Julianne moment. Um, I felt weird about their package. This is going to sound so stupid. For You and I have watched, at this point, we're in season seven of old seasons together we watched like what t- like seven or eight yeah. seasons together than a few others that we like continued to watch as well so like we've seen a lot of this show and for the one of the first times and i know i know this is going to be stupid cody and julianne have a kind of fight in their package I was annoyed that their fight was so staged because they literally had one camera for each of them and could cut back and forth to be like, here's Julianne's shot where she's criticizing Cody. We Here is Cody's shot where he's like firing back. And I was like, this feels so... And like, it's not genuine. Whereas you have like Cheryl's comment at Maurice. They are both in the same shot and it's clearly like they were just filming rehearsal footage and she says some things. This was like, a, okay, Julianne, it's your turn to say this. We have our second camera set up. Okay, Cody, now you say what you're going to say. And maybe it wasn't that way, but it felt so much more staged than some of their packages often are. And then it just made me start thinking, are all of these really staged packages, even like the confrontation fight ones, like, are we told, okay, we need this shot, we need this line, can you give that again? And it just made me think of the whole artifice of it, because this felt artificial. And I know that's probably stupid, because I'm like, Chris, you're watching a television package. Of course it's staged. But this one just got to me. That's okay. We're not, you're not a huge Cody guy. It's okay that this is the one that got to you. We'll get there. Um, I thought that the tango, I really like Julian's pantsuit. And I have decided that on season 52, when I finally get to go on the show, I will be doing a tango in a pantsuit. Thank you so much. But it was good. But Mm -hmm. something felt a hair off. They had some great kicks, but his frame didn't quite look right. 
they were like stumbling slash sticking to the floor, which Carrie Ann calls out that they like trip on her pantsuit and that they were not stumbling. But like they're just it just feels like he can't get it together at this point. The word I thought of while watching it was unstable. Yes. I thought it was good, but he was like sliding into moves rather than giving them a pop. It just Mm -hmm. felt, it all felt a little bit flimsy, like it could come tumbling down. So it was good, but it needed more. Yes. This dance gets a 23, 7 from Carrie Ann, and 8 from the boys. They then move on to dance a jitterbug, which is essentially, as best as I could tell, it is a more cartoony jive with lots of tricks. Yeah. So, I have a type, and him with the dark hair is, like, that type. So it's just like, oh god, what's happening here on this day? And also, he uh, he's like... He's so skinny, so I'm like, okay, well. Yeah. Which ties into his upper body, so loosey-goosey. Yeah. Here's the thing. I really liked it. (laughs) I was very into this jitterbug. I loved the concept of them being the Ricardos, and then it made me think, of the I was like how timely with the Oscars coming up and it being nominated the Oscars Um, having happened a week or two ago (laughs) yeah that too um I thought they brought such a good energy they never stopped moving the lifts were good there was one that getting out of it was a little wonky and you talk about his upper body not appearing to be very strong and in their rehearsal I kept thinking like he does look weak like it will he be able to do some of these lifts? So, like, I was impressed with how many lifts they put in there. It was fun. It was cheeky. I just, I really, really enjoyed it. I also liked the humor of it. Like, when they did the lift and she very much did the Lucy, like, a Lucy face yes. and sort of pounded on his head. It, it was it was cute. It was funny. It was a great concept. I also had fun watching it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I like the judges say, like, the dance really fit him, and they say that they did a good job of being funny without going too far in the entertainment value. So, like, I just, I really credit Julianne that in a dance that she is not comfortable teaching and performing, that she was able to pull off such a good overall theme to it. Well, it just captured his energy well. Yes. And it's, it's a dance where... Okay, sure, his shoulder, like his upper body as a whole could kind of hunch over a little bit. He could sort of mm-hmm. contract everything, but it doesn't matter so much in this one. So mm-hmm. I I don't know if he'll be able to use... Honestly, I think this is probably bad that they did so well at this dance because the skills that they use for this aren't going to be able to apply to the ballroom. And we're always going to think, well, why can't he be that again? I know. I kind of had the same thought where I was like, I'm happy that he had this, but I'm also kind of sad that he had this because 
I do think we're always now going to be wanting it. Mm-hmm. So, it's what it is. They scored a 28. Carrie Ann gives it a 10, if you can believe it. And the boys give it 9s. Which, honestly, I'm kind of okay with a 10. I'm not mad at it either. Yeah. Speaking of somebody that I, I, I don't know if you're mad at yet. Because I don't think I am. Somehow. It's Cloris Leachman and Corky Ballas. Did I love this Django? Maybe. Did I love this Tango? Maybe. Some of it looks so great. She can get her leg up there. I thought it was so well done, all things considered. Can you believe there was an accidental lift? Yeah, literally. The fact that we were doing any that we were doing anything that could accidentally turn into a lift. Like it just it they had a great chemistry. Yes. They had good attack to it. Like I I was into them. I was into the dance and it looked right. Mm-hmm. It was so sultry. Yes. Like their connection. I was like, oh, Caloris and Corky. I'm into it. I mean, of course I wish she could dip more <laughs> on some of those yeah. moves. Yeah. But like her feet were really good. Just the whole thing, it really worked for me. Mm-hmm. Did you like their package? Yeah. It was mostly just about her family, which I thought well, was cute. Oh, well, I thought most of the package was like kind of a serious package about how hard they were genuinely working at this. That was my big takeaway. Oh, I guess. And then they bring the family in to like yeah. relax or whatever. Right. Yeah. I liked the pack. I think it, I, like I said last week, I think she is genuinely wanting to do well mm-hmm. in this competition. And so that's where I think doing that package made it less of like a, oh, Cloris Leachman is a joke and Cloris genuinely wants this. And it kind of gave a, a different dimension beyond wacky Cloris. So yes. it, it turned her into somebody you could take seriously because seriously. she was taking this seriously. And so then yes. to do this dance where there is no shtick, I mean, the whole thing, I'm not going to say it turned her into a contender, but it was like a, wow, I would see her last longer. <laughs> yeah. No, she's it's, not turning into a contender. It's funny that you say contender because... <laughs> I don't remember when, which dance it was, but in one of these weeks, I was like, Dark Horse? Katie. Cloris Leachman? Katie. Katie. Can she take over the Lisa Rinna spot on my Mount Rushmore? (laughs) No, I'm like mostly kidding, but I did kind of have that thought. Uh, This dance sees. 877 for a 22. I really enjoy that Carrie Ann is trying to say things to Cloris, and Cloris must just speak over Carrie Ann and not let Carrie Ann speak. I don't know what Carrie, what Carrie Ann did to wrong her, but Cloris refuses to not have the last word. Well, but Carrie Ann's like, you're blocking my camera, and she's trying to be funny, but it does not come across as funny at all. No, it doesn't. So then in week... What week is this? Five? Five, six, 
five. Five. In week, in week five, I am depraved on account I'm deprived. Chris and I could not find a package to save our life. We could not find judge's commentary to save our life. And I am very upset because there was a 43 second clip that I sent to Chris that was freaking amazing. And I don't even know if we can even talk about it because I don't know like the context of it all. No, we will talk about it. We'll get to it. Um, Just because we're working mostly from the dance, they do a salsa. Yeah. Watching it, I appreciate how hard she is working at this. Mm-hmm. Um, I like all their attempts at hips. They do a lot of spins. They do a lot of shaking things. I mean, Corky is doing so much to make it work. Like, he's leading her doing all these things. I mean, Cloris is putting in a lot of effort as she moves. So overall, I'm like, I, I leave it impressed. More than the past, I can also say she's doing more, it feels, more content than she had been. So I feel like I can continue to say she's doing better, she's improving, more points. It's still not comparing to other people. Well, yeah. It definitely does feel like Corky understands, like, the show. Because he is, like, as each week is going on, like... Uh, not to sound ageist but like you would wonder if maybe her stamina like can she do this for this long like will there come a point where you're not ageist when we're talking about an 82 year old woman well i know but so i didn't know which way this would go and the fact that he's able to up her content the fact that they're able to give her more to do and she is actually doing it well as well is really encouraging and assuring to watch and yeah like i i am completely fine with her staying because of what he's giving us mm-hmm. i completely agree like she was trying to move her hips and it looked good they had a lot of underarm turn underarm turns quirky had great energy she was moving surprisingly well it was kind of cheeky another job well done and this is the dance that i wrote down dark horse question mark <laughs> Well, she was not trying to embody a dark horse in this dance. The character she was going after, it's a something ho. (laughs) Something ho, what, what is that something? Oh, I remember, a skanky ho. (laughs) I love that as she is doing the bit, Samantha is going, you can't cuss. You can't cuss. <laughs> like, just, like Samantha can't. is Samantha clearly has producers in her ear being like, "Do we need to cut away right now? Do we need to yes. cut from this?" And Samantha <laughs> is in the same boat. Like they're all terrified of what because what the, is when, about when Cloris starts, she's like, "I'm not sure the word for this," and then goes, "It's a something ho," and and ho is the one she remembers, and that's where we start from, and it's like, oh no. And just seeing the entire Red Room lose it at that. They are all just like, there's our girl. I love it. <laughs> They're, we're so proud of our skanky hoe. Yes, we are. So this scores a 21. 21. All sevens. Yeah. Which I'm proud. Like, I think that the tango really surprised us. And... She scored really well there, and I was nervous to see how how a salsa. I was like, "Oh God, are we gonna go back to fives? And I'm happy to see that she's maintaining. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, she needed that high score on the tango as well, because they end up in the bottom two with Rocco based on their week three and four combined. Um, Yeah. I mean, they they tie for their two weeks. Mm -hmm. But of course, Cloris has more votes. Everyone's going to vote for that something. Yeah. Speaking of skanky hoes. Let's talk about a woman who's been married 10 times, has organized a prison break, and sort of walks by a dancer on crutches. That's right. It's Erica Kane and Tony Davalani. Susan! Like, she's her character has been married 10 times. I screamed at that. It's soap opera. I love soap operas. (laughs) Are we surprised? Uh, Susan gets to dance a tango. Is this a breakthrough moment for her? Just like her prison break? Okay. Shut your skank mouth. (laughs) Chris. Hi loved okay thank you i thought this was amazing i genuinely i might give her my john t seven (laughs) because i loved this dance so much the legs the attack the choreography the contrast her everything about it was impeccable I just remembered that you sent me a text saying you loved this. So I was like, I don't think I, I don't know if I said I loved it, but I sent a text saying Susan. I mean which you made meant it I loved you it. made it clear that you liked this. Yeah. Um question, have I ever sent you the video of because everything that you were just giving me talking about how much you loved Susan back in the 80s? There was a commercial for the musical Grand Hotel when classic Hollywood star Sid Charisse joined the show. And they did a TV spot that literally they were just outside the theater as people were exiting. And they asked this old woman what she thought. And she just delivers this like 30 second monologue about Sid Charisse that very much reminded me of what you just said. I loved it. Her legs, her movement, her dancing. I'm going to see it twice more. Like I need to send you this video because you were this woman. There's a part of me as you were explaining it that thinks I might have seen it, but you should send it to me and I'll watch it after. I'm going to, I'm going to watch it twice more. I uh, I can get tickets. My husband works in the area. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think of the tango? Much like in Cody's tango, I needed more hit and pop on the fiery part. I needed more force. But like the icy things, the slinkiness, the like slow yeah. movements, her legs on those. I was like, yes, Susan. Yeah, it it was... So like, I loved it. I could still use more, but I thought it was very improved. And I was like, this is what I want from her. Like it, it, it's a case of she is showing improvement and I still want more. Yes. So it scores a 24. She sees straight eights. And I, 
kind of wish she had seen a nine, but I also do understand. Like, it's hard for me to listen to you criticize it, but I do think that it is somewhat warranted. Mm-hmm. And then in week five, she is our first hustle dance. You and get what your disco. I learned is that hustle means disco. You didn't already know that? And not emotionally. I don't know. I probably did. I but mean, I it's like think about it. Do 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 and the package just kind of ends without any sort of note. Like, they're just talking to the doctor, and then it's over. The doctor literally goes, it just comes down to whether you can dance through the pain or not. End of package. It felt like they needed one more Susan talking head. Yes. And they didn't have it. They le- It was no. like they were trying to do a cliffhanger, but it's so weird to do a cliffhanger if they weren't going to cut commercial. Yes. Because it's like, it just comes down to if you can dance or not. Yeah. And then we start the dance. It's like, well, I guess I know that she can dance. Yeah. So you how did you feel? if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. How did friends you... don't dance. And if they don't dance, then they're no friends of mine. How did you, how did you feel about seeing Tony dance a disco with Stacey Keebler in the audience? How did you feel about that, Katie? <laughs> I just really hate you. I have not put that together until this exact moment. (laughs) I am very angry right now. I bet I can fill in the words for you. Would you like me to do that? Yeah. Okay. I loved it so much. Why? What could possibly be that good? fantastic. So that is what Katie thought about their hustle. I literally, I have no note. I was just like, it's so slow. And I mean, the other hustle isn't, I mean, it's just like, how is this helping her show improvement? How is this helping us? Why are we doing this in week five? It's not. I wanted a punch. I wanted a wow factor. And I am not getting it. It's like, it was a fine routine. And, like, she moves really well. And she, like, oozes through her movements. But it still feels dainty. And it honestly felt boring. And I hate disco. And I'm so mad that you made the Stacey Keebler connection. And I can't stop thinking about it. And now I'm just angry. (laughs) Seven... Congratulations, Chris. You've defeated me. (laughs) Finally. Title of app, Chris's Triumph. I have no more to give. 77822. I wonder how that 
compares to Stacy Keebler's Disco Freestyle. Probably a similar score. <laughs> I don't have words. I just have hatred in my heart. <laughs> Would it help you to know that Stacy's freestyle scored a 26? No, that does not make me any happier. What was her breakdown? Susan? No. Stacy's. Uh, 899. Freaking Carrie Ann. I hate her. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. Moving along. Brooke Burke and Derek. Uh, in if, week only, four. if only we were moving to Lance next. I this, would, the energy I would been... burn it all down. <laughs> do, we, do we call an audible and do we go to Lance? Yes, we're going to Lance. <laughs> we're going to Lance fast. <laughs> Okay, Lance Bass and Lacey Schwimmer do a tango in week four. And in the package, he has the audacity to talk about how, oh, he just needs confidence. Sure. That's the thing that this man is lacking. Confidence. Explain that one to me. I know. (laughs) Yeah, do they need confidence to be like, oh, we just need to be ourselves because that's when we're better. Is when we're not following the rules and doing our own thing. Yeah, we can't possibly ever do a, a dance by the rules because we, we're better than that. But you know what I need right now? Confidence, confidence. in my dancing. I rolled my eyes so freaking hard at the package. Question, did you ever watch the MTV show Next? Oh, yeah. So, through my older sister, I got some MTV by osmosis. And I never necessarily felt like I was super allowed to watch it. Um, especially mm-hmm. because, like, in the era when I was a, like, preteen and teenager, MTV was not exactly classy. And then it turned into, like, the Jersey Shore era of MTV. I'm kind of mm-hmm. talking the slightly before era, like, Room Raiders, those shows. Yeah. And I never felt like I was necessarily allowed to watch it. And I would kind of like, if I was home alone, I might turn some of them on. And this is going to sound really sad. I would, I would often watch some of those shows because every now and then they would have on of like their MTV dating shows. They would have on gay men. Yeah. And we're talking a very specific type of gay man because this is like early mid 2000s mtv so like they they just are a very specific type and yet i would watch and be like basically idolizing them uh for worse no there's no better there for worse um yeah and watching this package i just realized Lance is a gay man on MTV's Next. Yeah. And that told me everything that I needed to know about him. I feel like I'm coming to different conclusions about who Lance is every week, and it's the same thing, but I'm like, this is a I think you're insult. coming to the same conclusion almost every time. Yeah. They're all the same. Yeah. Am I being too mean to Lance Bass? Probably? No! No! <laughs> He sucks. Well, I'm coming at him from an angle of like, 
I hate this gay person. And that... (laughs) No, he objectively is giving us nothing to root for him. You wanted this fire. You got I this did. fire. I did. I'm questioning objectively, it. Objectively, I do not think he gives us much to root for. Because that's the whole thing. You were in one of the most popular boy bands of the 90s. Like, you are probably, like, a multi-millionaire. And you're going to sit here and be like, I almost got kicked out of the band because I was the worst dancer. And that has really made me, like, question my dance ability. You were like almost always front and center in the music videos so shut the hell up lance (laughs) i thought their tango they were very dialed in i thought it had a good actual tango flavor um it was my favorite dance they've done yet a little bit of a different take um Maybe I, maybe I shouldn't have unleashed this beast. Well, the thing is, is I would have said the same thing, even if I wasn't this angry. Like, to just to just speak my truth, and I feel bad saying this, considering what's to come in week five. But, like, I thought that this dance felt very lacy heavy. And I'm not sure if it was the costuming or what it was, but it felt like he did very little. And I wasn't really getting a connection from them, which surprised me, because I feel like they are such good friends, and they do have such good natural chemistry that to then not feel it in the dance just felt a little weird. Um, but his his frame was improved, and I did think his posture was slightly improved. But I think the judges are right where it's like he needs to just work on refinement. It scores 26 out of 30, an 8 from Len, 9 from the outsides. And then we've already touched on their week five dance a little bit but now we will really get into it we'll unboop that pin lance and lacy do a west coast swing lacy is excited because her dad was a big part of making west coast swing a dance scene and competitions and ballroom competitions he's the king of swing baby and so naturally their west coast swing does not go to swing, but like techno music. I mean, I I can't even judge this dance. I can't even talk about it because A, I didn't know what I was watching in terms of West Coast yeah. swing. I wasn't getting any swing out of it. I, I was just like, maybe the details are right, but it, it, and then the judges came at it from the aspect of, well, Lacey just danced around Lance and Lance did nothing. And I was like, I guess I couldn't even notice that because I was annoyed at all the trappings. I've always felt like his shoulders are a problem with his posture. And in this stance, which I don't know what the posture is supposed to look like, obviously. But I started to think, like, I don't know if it's his shoulders, but it might be his neck that is the issue that I'm seeing constantly. Um, He slips at one point, and I thought they recovered well. Um, I felt bad that he slipped. But speaking my truth, it felt boring, underwhelming, safe, and very lacy heavy. And then the judges. I, like, 
because it's her first season, it felt like they were tearing into her. And maybe they weren't really tearing into her. Maybe that's too harsh of a way to say it. But I felt like, I mean, after they get their scores, you can tell Lacey is near tears. Because basically the judges say, this is all your fault. You did this wrong. You need to lessen your talent to highlight Lance's. You need to choreograph that. Like, and it just, it felt so sad considering how excited she was for this style of dance. And I do think it's frustrating because we've seen like champions at certain dances before and they've done packages on like, oh, this is my dance. Good luck to my partner packages. And because we've never seen a West Coast swing before, is it like unfair? Because it's possible that they did everything right. That's what a like pro or what a female would do compared to a male. Perhaps it is that. It's it's hard to say. Yeah. We don't know. So it it feels like everything ended up being at a major disadvantage for her and she didn't know she was walking into a trap. I know. I just, I felt so bad for her at the end of it. I really did. And, like, I do, like, yes, it was very lacy heavy. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy it. And it was surprising that it felt as boring as it did, considering how much she hyped up Swing. But it, it doesn't make me want to root for them or anything like that. But it's just like, wow, they really took a beating. And I'm hoping that they can bounce back okay in the next episode. So they can take a beating from them. You, it's okay from. Yeah, no, mine, don't you, no. You just have to take it. The man said he needs confidence, Chris. He can take my beating. He's fine. I, I agree. It was boring. It was slow. Yeah. All sevens, 21. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I'm annoyed at that, by the way. I was I am annoyed too. at it from the beginning. Whatever. Okay. Now we're back on track. Let's go to Brooke and Derek. Yeah. Samba. The timing of this Samba was tough. She did really well. It was a tough routine, and she did it really, really well. I will say I was kind of surprised no Samba roles because I felt like it would have fit in well and she's so good but it's it, they they just continuously impress me she's got such control over her body that I agree mm-hmm. Samba role but what can you do um what can you do except cry it was a really impressive routine the choreography was so hard I will say the middle maybe had too much choreography because it made it get a little bit harried for me. Okay. Okay. If you take out a little bit of that choreography, I think you're able to highlight what's there and you're able to do that stuff really well, as opposed to doing too much and it's moving way too fast and you're not executing it as well as you could. Okay. So that would be my one nitpick. But I loved this dance. This is one of the mm-hmm. best dances by far of these two weeks. Maybe yes. of the season. Maybe. Not. Mm, I don't know. I really liked her Viennese waltz. I just had fun watching this. I am who I am, Chris. I think we can move on from this one. Nine eight nine twenty six. 
And then they dance a jitterbug with Derek as a member of Flock of Seagulls. I kept groaning and laughing because Derek's like, I'm so embarrassed to say this, but I had to do some internet research. And in Brooke's talking head, Derek had to do some internet research and i was like okay i you have just dated this so bad right now well not even that 2008 feels far too late to be like oh no we are using the internet we're turning to the internet for research the internet it's like are we banned from it like why are we it's like when in some shows when they'll be like are you sms texting me and like they're trying to specifically like i'm like why are we doing this it just makes me giggle well the inner the way that they seem wary of internet research feels like it would be more appropriate five years earlier if not yes 2008 is not the time where we say we're internet researching oh how we have fallen we might get weird things here no it's 2008 i know i'm pretty sure facebook was out at that point so as to the jitterbug herself i thought that his kicks were noticeably bigger than hers and it felt very chaotic and mm-hmm. dare i say underwhelming i would say i was properly whelmed but okay. I do agree his energy, his everything was bigger than hers. Yeah. Even though she had energy, she just wasn't matching him. So that tempered my enjoyment a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I did like this a lot. Not as much as the Samba, but I did like it. It gets a 29 10 9 10 and i thought that it felt overscored i understood how it happened because i think this would be one that you watch in the ballroom with how energetic with how big it is yeah it feels like a real crowd pleaser Mm -hmm. speaking of crowd pleasers our final dancer of these two weeks are kim and warren sap did you like their samba like yes and no it almost had sort of like a ballroom feel to it just with his movements and they kind of felt very like fluid and so i was entertained and i liked it and i think he did certain aspects of it well and he just he's such a big man and he is so light on his feet and it just impresses me every time i think i have opposite opinions but come to the same conclusion as you okay because i thought this was fun but i also expected better Uh especially knowing who he is and the performer that he has been because it felt too steppy too heavy it took way too long for him to start dancing i didn't Mm -hmm. get enough flow so you're comparing it to ballroom and i was like oh it felt stop and start to me so everything you said i felt the opposite but we both (laughs) didn't necessarily love it perfect (laughs) he wasn't okay in both of his dances he felt really concentrated out there 
And so I feel like I'm questioning if this, like, competition with Brooke and wanting to maybe best Brooke, if it is getting, he's too in his head now. Because it's like, I want him to just go out there and, like, do it. Just go for it. Be entertaining. Kim says in their package, I just want you to be you. Like, that's all that I want from you. And so then he goes out there and I'm like, well, I don't feel like he's being him right now. Are you saying it might be everybody versus Christy again? (laughs) Kinda. Interesting. I will say that I made a prediction before this dance started. And it turns out I wasn't exactly correct. I wrote down, if this is even halfway decent, Katie is going to love it. (laughs) Unfortunately... It was just about halfway decent. (laughs) (laughs) But do you agree if it had been any better, you would have been like, daddy, I love him. Probably. The judges did not love him. They gave it an eight, a seven and a seven for a score of 22 out of 30. Who else got a 22? This is when Cloris comes into them and just is holding up two and going 22 at him because it is the exact same score that she got. And it made me absolutely lose it. I loved that moment. How is nobody, how have they not given her a seatbelt at this point? I don't know. They just (laughs) let her roam and it's like, oh no. And and roam she does. You should not let that woman off the leash. Can you believe we're going to see her do a group hip hop next week? Lance is the the worst dancer of NSYNC, and hip-hop is a lot like their style of dance. It's going to be really difficult for him. Because Cloris at, really least difficult. Ha- Cloris at least has confidence in her dancing ability. Lance doesn't have that. No. Cloris Not might, at all. Cloris might have too much. <laughs> in week five, the final dance that we have to talk about, Warren and Kim get to do a hustle, which means that the world's preeminent Olivia Newton-John lookalike gets to be decked out in disco gear. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> would you like me to read you my two notes? I took two notes in this dance. Yeah. What are the Goram rules for the hustle? <laughs> and then... That was fun, but what are we doing here? (laughs) So that's what I thought of Warren and Kim's hustle. (laughs) Um, I thought that the lifts were fabulous. Despite it being a disco, I actually did enjoy it. I thought he had really good energy, and it was a dance with a lot of steps, and I thought that he matched Kim's energy really well. Um... When he dances, he has a great energy and a great stage presence to him, but it does feel like he is really thinking when he's out there. 
the crowd was on fire when they got done. And that's all I got. I feel like I'm finding some fire right now. I am I'm getting worked up in my brain because I just what does a disco dance have any reason to be in a ball at the halfway point of this ballroom dancing competition? Like we took a week off from learning genuine dances and genuine things that are beneficial for the entirety of this competition to say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do the jitterbug. We're going to do a hustle. We're going to do like, at least the people who got the salsa can carry those things over to their Latin moves. But I mean, yeah. the pros were still a little bit adrift. I mean, at least the jitterbug and West coast swing, you can carry over part of that to a jive, I guess, but like the hustle, the hustle how is this connected at all why are we doing this i mean heck why are we doing a group hip-hop next week i don't know why why are we wasting our time with this what producer chose this because when they got fired the only words i have to say to them is karma is a bitch you're not wrong in any of it my friend this is like the start of maybe we're not a full-blown ballroom dancing competition maybe we give america what they want i see i i don't know if it's really gonna turn that far yet because i feel like all stars is the turning point oh a hundred percent but you can tell this is like the little glimmer of like what if we are changing it up a bit maybe we can't just keep doing but like stagnant doing all the same styles and i have such a problem with like reality shows i get that you need to like come up with little things or do slightly different things but you can't stray too far from what you do you have to rely on your cast to bring it and and provide that energy and yes you can do some different styles but like the uh, and the other three i get it i can understand how they tie in but the hustle yeah Chris, look at who you're talking to. I can't, I can't defend this. I cannot defend this decision. It's horrible. I hate disco. Stacy was in the room. I'm angry. Hey, so is George Hamilton, and with you... Stacy Keebler because he wants to. Her. Eight eight nine twenty five. I'm glad it scored well. What benefit did that do for any of us? Wish I knew. And so next week we get a group hip hop and back to normal dances again. We also, just to prepare you, Katie. Yeah, Tom, do we have a guest judge? Tom teases it. Um, Len Goodman was not able to be there. So we have a guest judge substituting for Len. Who is it? I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to let you discover it. So we're doing a different segment before our regular ones. Okay. Tom does say it is a big name in the dance world. I will give you a hint after you make a first guess. and I, So I will give you two guesses. So he said a big name in the dance world. Who would you guess as a first 
Kenny Ortega. All right. My hint to you is going to be, you would not probably recognize his name flat out, but you would recognize him by a nickname, which is also what he is famous for. I have no idea. Okay. Well, you'll discover who it is. If you, well, this would have been a perfect time to do our transition. If you think you have a guess of who it is and don't feel like looking it up and just guessing, feel free to engage with us on social media. We'll tell you how in a couple minutes. Just do it. Well, no, because we got to do our other segments. Okay. We can't call to action yet. There's no action to be taken yet. Okay, okay. Katie, you've already made it pretty clear. Who's your jaunty Seven going to? I think it has to be Susan and Tony for their tango. Literally just for that dance. Are you ready for a wild one? Cody and Julianne. My jaunty Seven is going to Cloris Leachman. I really ha- I had such a great time watching these two weeks for them. Yeah. Both yeah. on the dance it's, it's floor well and deserved. Off. Yeah. It's well deserved. And now that leads us to your golden boots. Who would you like to see go in weeks six and seven? I think I'm gonna go Lance week six. Susan week seven. I. With an asterisk that I would be fine if it's Cody Lonely too. The reason I'm not getting rid of Lance is because I just can't foresee him leaving. No, I know. I didn't want to, but it's like, it's who I would want to have go. And that's why what I'm about to say, given what I just said, is going to be shocking. I would get rid of Maurice. And then I think Cloris Leachman's time can end after week seven. It's like, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, like, you're not wrong because... If I'm trying to create the best possible season and the best possible trajectory of the rest of this season... Yeah. Like, keep Cloris, like, two more weeks because it's like, we understand. We get it. Um because if but then you're... i don't i don't know if i love like just based upon like dan like i don't know if i love cody susan lance warren and brooke for a top five but it it feels very similar to ones we've had before yeah in ways that like you expect it to shake out and i'm looking for like the best dancers even if they don't excite me and that's where it like say what you will about lance he can bring it to you. Yeah. Even yeah. if it infuriates me. Uh, Cody is finding a way. Susan is improving. It's hard to judge with the hustle. Yeah. So. The stupid hustle. So now if you want to engage with us on social media, make sure that you do. You can find us on the Twitter at JMPpod. You can find us on Instagram at JMP.pod. Or you can find us on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic. So tell us who you think that guest judge is.
And if you would like, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and you can rate us five stars if you want on Spotify. Um, You can subscribe and be notified when new episodes are released on Thursdays and you can tell your friends about us, share us with all your loved ones and make them be obsessed with Dancing with the Stars too. Katie, I love you and I like you. Chris, I hear you and I see you. And please, because episodes are 90 minutes instead of two hours now, stay tuned for an all-new episode of Samantha Who? Coming up next. Who is she?